Welcome to Masturbation. I'm Hank. This is Clay. And we're here to talk about aliens and UFOs. Now you got uh, Independence Day on the, on the screen back there. Yeah, I figured we could use a little inspiration. <laughs> uh, we do have the 90s UFO documentary, Independence Day, on TV right now. That's real footage they got. Isn't that insane? Uh, Randy Quaid and a... Randy Quaid, Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, Saving the Planet from Destruction. Yeah. Donald Trump as the president. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Who, who does play the president? Uh, Bill uh, Pullman. Yeah. Oh, he gives that legendary speech. Yeah. Did you see the second one? Yeah. Was that any good? I don't think I ever saw it. I liked Resurgence. it. Resurgence. But I also just might enjoy the franchise so much that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because I've talked to other people who said they thought it were they shit. They were doing that legacy sequel thing yep. with that. Yep. For sure. I thought it was fine. Uh, definitely not as good as the first one. But, yeah. You know. So what are we um, talking about today, Sonny? That's right. <laughs> uh, what... Where, where are you at on UFOs, Clay? Do you keep up with any of the headlines I, or anything? So, I believe there is other life out there. Absolutely. Um, I the probably my knowledge of them is like unsolved mysteries episodes, movies, X Files is a big one, but I I don't follow it or anything. I don't know. I'm very not schooled in it. Really. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not an expert by any means, but I have seen over the last couple years. Well. Some headlines come out the last couple of years. J.J. Abrams did a UFO documentary series on Showtime. I don't know if you saw that. No. Um, but yeah, like the. Have you seen any of the headlines about like what the Pentagon's been releasing over the not. last few years? No. Nope. Oh man, there's some crazy shit. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Sometime within the last five years, the Pentagon released uh, like a press release saying all sorts of wild stuff, like that they that there is essentially an X Files division in the government that they are studying uh, aliens and UFOs and things like that. Uh, they released this footage from like a, like a Navy aircraft where the pilots, like multiple pilots and aircraft people all saw these little like tube shaped UFOs that were just doing like absurd maneuvers and had no propulsion system and all this stuff. And like these tubes were essentially like taunting our pilots. Oh God. And so this happened a couple different days and because they were like out in the middle of the ocean on aircraft carrier and then at some point they had like a secret rendezvous point that they were gonna try to shake these things and meet at when they got to the rendezvous point these things were already there waiting for them whoa so like they knew ahead of time um so yeah i mean first of all like i think this gets swept under the rug but like essentially the u.s government is admitting admitting that there are extraterrestrial beings and that they potentially might be here on earth huh and then which is like Amazing, because how many times have people been called Looney Tunes or tin fat or tin foil hat wearers yeah. and stuff like that? And then here recently, in the last like month, there's another article. So there are uh, what do they call them? Like extraterrestrial space objects or something. And there's a, there's an official name for it, but like basically it's just like a huge unidentifiable something in our solar system that. <laughs> You know, it was like long and flat. Like essentially it might just be a big rock, yeah. but like there are no other comets or meteors or debris that really look like this. So they're, this is like NASA and people saying this, that they think there's a name for it and they think it could be like a host ship for extraterrestrial beings to send out probe, probe ships, like unmanned probe ships to our solar system or our galaxy to like 
do research. That's wild. But the whole thing is like, obviously we don't know anything about this, so we can't <laughs> prove or deny anything. But also at the same time, like they're speculating that the mothership could also be unmanned. That it's just like a host or that it like came from a civilization so long ago that like they might not even be around anymore. Like there's so many weird things to factor in because of how long it takes to get somewhere and all this shit. So like to hear NASA make these claims, to hear the government make these claims, like it's kind of wild. Like it's almost like they're bringing it forward, but like you're still not hearing a ton about it because like it still has a stigma of like you're kind of crazy if you talk about it. And that's so weird. Like why, like why, why is there a stigma to believing in stuff like that? Is it because people like they 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 would say they saw a UFO and they would try to cash in on that, like like by writing books and stuff. I, I mean that's a whole. That's a whole other thing there, too. But I remember hearing, you know, people in Florida seeing unidentified flying objects and going on Oprah and, like, the talk shows at the time, that circuit, and they they just being written off as crazy people. Or did they actually see something? Or did they think they saw something? There's so many factors to it that it's I, it's... I could see why someone would say someone was, like, nuts for seeing something. I don't know. I mean, my aunt has a story where she was walking to my grandma's house and said she saw a UFO, like, in the middle of the sky. Then it just zoomed out into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like, she always tells that story. But it's like, what did she? She could have saw a jet. I don't know. Right. Sometimes you just don't know either. Yeah. Um, I think the whole thing is fascinating, though. I mean, I love listening about it. Like, I loved Unsolved Mysteries and reading, like, stuff about it. So, and I think that's cool that there's, like, a division at, like, the Pentagon, like... Like a real life X Files, I think that's sweet. Could you imagine working for that? That would be so awesome. Just like the wild It'd shit so, you would have access feel to. All the stuff you would take in, like all the information, would just how would you sleep at night? Knowing, oh yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and knowing that, like, that's your job too to like investigate these things or try to make sense of it all. And I remember there was a fake documentary. I think probably around the time Blair Witch came out, it was called like Alien Autopsy, where these people claimed they had an alien and they did an autopsy on it, and it was on like Fox or something like that. I think that's what it's called. Or it was like a bootleg video. I can't remember the specific. Oh, it was like a big event. Yeah, it was like a TV show. I remember this. Yeah. It was called Alien Autopsy. It was like late 90s or something. Yeah, it was around, you know, X-Files was popular. All that kind of stuff was in in vogue back then. Still is, I guess. But Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. There are a lot of factors. It's um, it's very layered. Super layered and very... I don't know. A lot of a lot of people stand to benefit from certain angles. Cause yeah. um, so the JJ Abrams did a show I think just called UFO that came out I think during like COVID lockdown. Yeah. Six or eight part series on Showtime. Um, that I thought was super intriguing. I guess to give a little backstory, uh, my dad's always been pretty pretty into just unusual things in general. Yeah. So like, growing up in Florida, uh, we lived in West Palm, which was kind of like center of the state, and then up in the Panhandle. You had Cape Canaveral. Mm-hmm. Um, Pensacola. Pensacola, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they were known for just all sorts of UFO sightings up there, which yeah. is like Pensacola is pretty close to where they launched the space shuttle and Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. Um, Have you ever seen a space shuttle lift off? I haven't, unfortunately. That would be cool to see. That'd be awesome. Um, and then, so my dad had a couple books from like some author in Pensacola who's like kind of the expert in the area. I don't know what air bases and stuff are there. There's got to be a couple government air bases that are doing things there. Yeah. Um, anywho, my dad and I saw a UFO when I was like 12, maybe, maybe a little bit younger. And oh, wow. it was fucking crazy. Like we're, we're tell me this story. <laughs> yeah. So we were, I don't remember the exact year. It was like 
mid to late 90s. So I'll, I'll, I'll just guess a year. I'll say like 98, maybe 97. Yeah. And we were, so we lived in West Palm. We were driving down to like Boca and Delray, which was like an hour south of us to do some Christmas shopping. It was like probably November. Yeah. And we're Christmas shopping for my mom. We were out pretty late. My dad and I also collected Hot Wheels at this time in our lives because they were like the hot thing <laughs> yeah. to like moneymaker. So we'd do a bunch of Hot Wheel hunting as well. And so we were out pretty late. We were driving back probably around like midnight. And there was a, I think it was like Military Trail might have been the name of the road. And I don't know how familiar people are with like certain areas of Florida, but like for all the big cities there are, there can be some pretty big areas of just like open country. Yeah in between those things. So we were driving through a lot of that at like midnight and we were in a 94 Ford Escort hatchback, a gold one. <laughs> and we were cruising down this road and we'd, we'd go through a couple towns here and there. And we kept seeing this bright light that was like just above kind of where you'd see all the other traffic lights in the towns up ahead and stuff. And it just never really went anywhere. It stood out. Like it was like noticeably different than all the other lights, but like same tent and didn't really shift its position. It, we're like, well, this can't be a jet. Like it would have moved by now. I mean, we're just kind of curious and we're like joking, like, Oh, it's probably UFO, whatever. Cause like, I don't know. We're into that sort of thing. And after passing through a couple towns and we're like, what the hell is this thing? Finally, we're out in the country and we, we meet it. So it's just got the one bright light on the front. My dad pulls off on the side of the road and we're the only car on this road at like midnight or one in the morning. And this thing comes over us. It was a, like a black triangle. Oh, God. It was maybe maybe 200 feet in the air. Hovered over us, made absolutely no sound whatsoever. Just had, I'm pretty sure it just had the bright light on the front. It was like, I don't know, a good way to compare size. Like, it wasn't ginormous. Yeah. It was maybe like the wingspan of like a smaller jet, if okay. that. Like, it okay. wasn't huge at all. Huh. But it just hovered there. Silent. The one light, no blinking lights, no like propulsion system out of the back. Huh. And so we're pulled off on the side of the road. We're kind of like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, we're about to get abducted for sure. <laughs> and my dad's just like, holy shit, this is amazing. And uh, we had a car where the headlights came on automatically when the car was on. Yeah. So my dad's like, I'm going to turn the car off because he wanted to like confirm that it wasn't making any noise. Turns the car off. The headlights go off. I'm like terrified at this uh -huh. point. And how old were you? Like 11, 12, okay, okay. 10, somewhere between 10 and 12. Probably. Yeah. And as soon as he turns the car off, this thing just slowly starts got, like gliding off towards the West. And that's yeah. yeah. It just like disappeared over there. Like as soon as we turned the lights off. So like, huh. we're like, holy shit, we just saw a UFO. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. This is like, you know, we've, we joke about UFOs all the time. So right. like we right. actually just saw it's one. It's a science fiction thing. It's made up. That's not real. But then yeah. you saw, yeah. Wow. And so my dad, you know, this is before the internet's what it was today. So he's hopping on like UFO chat rooms and whatever else trying to see like if anybody else had seen this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, sure enough, it was like a super common sighting of that type of ship or huh. craft. And it's been seen like there's different variations of it. Like the one that we saw was like an actual triangle. Um, I've seen other ones where it's almost like a boomerang type triangle shape where it's like skinny versus the full triangle. Um Anywho, it's been seen a bunch of times on that J.J. Uh, Abrams series. Um, he talks about a similar aircraft. I don't know if it's exactly what we saw, but it's like extremely similar. And 
it, it's got a government project name. Like it's been released and well-known at this point. I can't think of the name. I tried to Google it before the show and uh, apparently my keywords aren't working correctly. <laughs> um, but it's in one of the episodes of that series. And at the time I was like, you know, it never even crossed my mind that this could be like a government thing. I was like, we just saw an alien aircraft. Aliens are real, whatever. Not, I don't disagree with that now, but like, I think, I guess the older I've gotten and the more maybe jaded or just realistic, I'm like, odds are like 99% of these are probably just government testing technologies or aircraft or things like that, which I think that UFO documentary does a good job of proving or at least posing that thought. I've talked to Darshan who grew up in India. He said like, he never really heard of UFOs until he came to like the UK and America. Interesting. So I was like, like, I know that there are sightings in other countries, but it's like very much like a U.S. phenomena kind of thing. And then if you go back into the history of this, I can't remember if I learned this on the show or that J.J. Abrams show or something else. But like, let's say the 20s, people would see UFOs or they think they did mm-hmm. like s- similar flying saucers or long tubes or things like that. And whenever they had an interaction with an alien, it was always very peaceful. They were like, you need to save the planet. You need to love one another. You know, this is how you keep humanity going. This was like the theme behind alien interactions. Well, then at some point, I don't know if this was like post Roswell or whatever it was, but all of a sudden due to the media and government interference, all of a sudden they turned UFOs and aliens into like this whole fear thing. So all of a sudden everybody who thinks they saw UFO also had this negative story to go along with it. Like, Oh, they probed me or they abducted me or they said they were going to kill my family whatever. (laughs) So like the narrative just shifted like that. Once Mm -hmm. the media and the government got heavily involved. Yeah. Well, it gave, Gave the government, I guess, a scapegoat for maybe their testing or just another tool of division, I guess, of like, you know, if we ever need to develop, I don't know, what were, what were they calling it? Space Force? Yeah. The, the new military branch? Right. Like, like, I'm not saying I believe this, but an option is, let's say there are no actual extraterrestrial threats, mm-hmm. but it's a great place to funnel some money into if you get the country thinking we're under attack from aliens. Right. Like, it's the new centralized bad guy. Like, yeah. okay, we already got Bin Laden. <laughs> now we got aliens yeah. that, Sons you know, we can rally around. But, yeah, man, the history behind UFOs is wild. What's, like, uh, what'd your mom say about that? Like, when was she, was she a believer or she kind of... I, you know, I don't really know what she thought. Honestly. And then since seeing that, like, have you ever tried to, like, like rationalize what it could have been? Or were you always dead set on that's something that's not from here? Or At the time, I was 100% convinced. And then I kind of, I UFOs weren't top of mind for a long time in my life. I forgot about it, honestly. Yeah. And then watching that documentary and seeing it on there, I was like, holy shit, that's what we saw. Like, it blew my mind a little bit. And it kind of, you know, made me remember the whole story. But also... And maybe this was a biased view of the documentary, but like, I guess I don't, to me, with it being so centralized to the U.S., I think one angle for us doing this is like with the Pentagon releasing that stuff, like the Pentagon's not going to release that stuff just because somebody forced them to, like it was going to get leaked or something like they've kept that shit under wraps for decades Mm -hmm. and I'm sure they could continue to do so if they wanted to. Absolutely. So they leaked that shit on purpose. So if you're showing off these crazy little tube things that can maneuver any which way and go invisible and everything else. Odds are, maybe not odds are, there's a (laughs) chance that we also created those and it's our way of showing foreign countries, hey, look at the technology we have. We'll fuck you up. Definitely. So, like, I'm not saying I think that's for sure what it is, (laughs) but I do think a large majority of what we're seeing with UFOs are probably government testing. 
Yeah. And I think it, our government's strategic with the way that they're talking about it. Definitely. I agree. So I'm in that mindset as well. Yeah, I'm a huge believer at this point that what we saw nine times out of ten was probably some sort of maybe weather balloon. Because I, you know. <laughs> Chinese spy balloon. Oh, God. <laughs> like at the time, well, same thing with Roswell. Yeah. You know, everybody. Area 51. Could yeah. go either way. You know, I don't, I don't know what to think. But to me, weather balloons seem semi-plausible now that I actually have a good idea what they look like. Because mm-hmm. before I was thinking like an actual little rubber balloon, not this crazy. Right. Sophisticated balloon. And like, I feel like people who s- say they see the ufo or ufo sightings they're written off as oh you're nuts or you want to make a buck and then like you talking about florida do you, do you know who dan bell is he's a youtube creator he basically started the dead mall thing going into dead malls and showing it uh-uh. he's a pretty big youtube guy well he did a video on um this thing called the gulf breeze ufo incident yes um that happened between 87 and 88 so by a guy named Ed Walters, who said he saw a UFO in Gulf Breeze, Florida. Do you know where that is, or do you have the idea? That's close to Pensacola. Yeah, in that area. <laughs> that's where I don't know a ton about from. this specifically, but I if know... If you get a chance, look up. But he was basically... I mean, he was on Oprah. It, it was basically... It was a hoax. He, like, created a... He, like, made um, a UFO in, like out of, like, paper plates and stuff and, like, put them into photos and stuff. Uh. Like, he was basically called out for it. But the whole story is really interesting if you ever get a chance to look up. But, um, yeah, Dan Bell did a video called uh, Creeps and Monsters about this. He, like, goes down to the area and, like, takes uh, videos of the sky in that area. So if you get a chance, watch that. But that's what that reminded me of when you're talking about Florida and UFOs. Um, So there's definitely, you know, I think uh, Unsolved Mysteries definitely kind of sensationalized UFO sightings. And so I feel like... Generally, when people are thinking of that, they're like, oh, it's fake. But I yeah, I, I believe there's stuff going on and all the government stuff. Heck yeah. Yep. Why not? <laughs> I think two, two points that you've reminded me of. One, going back to like the government's involvement. I also think them pushing the tinfoil stuff. Like They could be responsible for some of these conspiracy theories just to discredit the other people for what they're Definitely. seeing. Because now, like you're saying Absolutely. with this guy... For the people doing the hoaxes and stuff, then all of a sudden you're making it tough to understand mm-hmm. maybe what's real and what's obviously yeah, fake or the lines ridiculous. Sure. And then, you know, outside of that, you have those people who can make money off of it or yeah. whatever, which is kind of shitty. Yeah, Again. This, this guy was all on all the talk shows and he wrote a book. It's kind of one of those things like who knows what he saw. He might have saw something. I don't know. But it's kind of leaning towards hoax. But it's a it's an interesting story. I think those kind of stories are interesting. I just like what people's mindsets are. And then, you know, what is actually out there? You know, I remember laying in the backyard as a kid looking up at the sky. I'd be like, there's got to be something. We're pretty selfish to think that we're the only life. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's I some, mean, there's something out there. To me, that just seems from a number standpoint, like completely yeah. unreasonable to think we're the only ones. For sure. For sure. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, there. So again, talking back to hoaxes and stuff like that, like obviously we don't have too many hard facts as it stands or else we can make more definitive mm-hmm. judgments on things. But I think critical thinking plays a pretty big role in that. If you are interested in this sort of thing, um, there, I'm like, I think of the name of it now. I think Emily turned me onto this podcast. I'd have to ask her what it was, but there's a podcast about like spooky things. Yeah. Basically like, um, which were generally like pretty solid. Like they'd either do something well-known like Bigfoot or I think there's a house in Ohio where like a girl ghost lived in it. Oh, I don't know the name of it. Anyways, they were like well-known <laughs> phenomena for different things. But some of them were lesser known as well. And one of the episodes covered UFOs or maybe they had a couple 
and one was like from a 1940s sort of thing. I don't remember all the details of the story, but like basically there was a farmer. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what story you're talking about. It was like somewhere out west. Yeah, and it was before Area 51, I think. And there was like a big crater in this dude's yard, and like some other stuff had happened too. Like somebody had memory loss. There was like weird chemicals or elements in the crater, and. You know, quickly the government stepped in and like hired some people to basically discredit this guy's character, saying he was crazy and everything else. But like all the the details of the story, you know, they they weren't easily disproved as far as like, oh, this guy's making shit up. And then essentially his like his character was ruined afterwards. His business, like people in the local town stuff basically wrote him off as a crazy guy. Like he never stood to gain anything from it. So like to me, those stories are more interesting because sure. they can't disprove it very well and the I guy never I got rich. I the story. It's from 1950. It's about a farming couple, Paul and Evelyn Trent, from McMinnville, Oregon. Um, they, he has pictures of, of UFO. Um, that could be it. I don't remember the names exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's basically what you, like, that they were written off and their lives were pretty much ruined after it. Yeah. And he, like, all of his, none of his claims were, like, that wild, really. No, he had, than... he had photographs, but the photographs look kind of wonky. <laughs> okay. But, uh... So, yeah, I think those ones are super interesting. And, again, even back then, like, there's probably a good chance it might have been government testing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, if you're not privy to that information, you don't... Even that's still, like, pretty weird and mysterious. For sure. Like, who was thinking about that in the in 1950? Right. <laughs> Like, I know, like, the 50s were a big time for, like, science fiction, the science fiction boom and everything, but that, I feel like that was still pretty early. And you didn't have, like, obviously internet or anything like that, so you didn't... Who knew really about aliens, especially, like, a, in a farming community? I don't... Right, yeah, you knew, like, your local 10 or 20 people, and yeah. maybe you got a newspaper. Heck, yeah. There yeah. was a... Oh, man, there's an event I could just, like, time travel to to experience... Like, just for the event, the the War of the Worlds thing. Oh, yeah. That'd be so uh, fun. Orson Welles read the book or whatever over the radio. People thought it was real. Dude, could you imagine? That's insane. I think it was like a Halloween night or the night before Halloween. Yeah. That'd be so fun to experience as, like, somebody who doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, just listening to, I mean, the radio was your TV back then, and just listening to that would be, I I, I would want to see, like, just the pandemonium of everybody during that time, for sure. That had to be so cool. I like that. I like the War of the Worlds story. Like, I've always liked that. I've, I've never read the book. I've seen the original movie, but I, I like the story about that. I love science fiction. Any, you know, I'm a big horror guy, but I love my science fiction, too. Uh, so, yeah, I'm totally a believer of that. I love the X-Files. Oh, yeah. Would, X-Files like, would, you, consi- would you consider aliens paranormal? I think so. Supernatural? Yeah. I guess that falls into I think that. that all kind of fits into the same. At least currently. I mean, at some point it may just turn into like science. But I feel like when you're talking generally about aliens or UFOs, it gets kind of like an eye roll reaction. And I, I, I think that's because so many people have claimed, like have ho- like made it up or it's called a hoax. And I, I, I think it sucks that it has that kind of response. I feel like if you're talking to every every general or uh, average Joe about it, they're going to have that kind of reaction. They're like, depends who it is too, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Some people you chat to and like, they're very open to it and like, they're interested in it. And Mm -hmm. then, yeah, like you said, other people like laugh immediately. Like, yeah. So what really got me into this, (laughs) at least for this topic today is, um, did you ever listen to radio rental Mm -mm. podcast? Okay. Um, they're on tenderfoot TV, which I don't know a ton about. I just know that that's, 
the the organization making the podcast. But anyways, they've been hyping up a new podcast called High Strange okay. for for months now. And okay. anywho, long story short, it's a it's a podcast on UFOs and extraterrestrial aliens and stuff. But it's from um, I think the producer is like a well known criminal podcast producer. So is it like, the one with Rain Wilson? He's in Radio Rental. Okay. So I don't think he's involved in High Strain. She's just been helping promote it. Okay. Uh, Lainey Wilson, I think, is the producer. Yeah, I just saw her name. Who I was unaware of until this one, but sounds like she's a big deal. But so far, so I started listening to it this morning because I've been like kind of just curious what it was. I didn't yeah. even know what it was about, but it's all about UFOs. It looks like they cover, I think, two or three specific kind of stories. Uh, the first one does a good job of setting the tone. Well, First and foremost, go listen to the podcast. I'm not all the way through it yet, but I did <laughs> sign up on... If you go to Apple Podcasts, you can sign up for the Tenderfoot subscription to get all the episodes. Okay. Because the first one's available for free on like Spotify and whatever, which I listened to. And then it like drew me in, so I was like, I gotta go pay for the rest. Oh yeah, this looks sweet. Yeah, I definitely want to check this out. And I don't want to spoil anything in the podcast, so I'll keep it semi-vague. But like the first episode, they do a great job of setting up kind of the stigma behind it. They're talking to some different journalists at like Politico or... The Washington Post or whoever, like people who, you know, want to uphold integrity, but at the same time, are like they're being presented with a lot of information. Like a lot of it revolves around there's a specific gentleman who used to work at like this X Files division who's trying to come out and like bring some stuff to light, or like you know the Pentagon with that stuff. That should have been like a big fucking deal. Yeah, but essentially, yeah. nobody really wanted to cover it because of the stigma. They're like, yeah. well, I'm going to get written off as like a shitty journalist or. They said people are hesitant to get into the topic. It sucks that it's like that, too. I feel like that should be, you know, front page news. Yeah, how is that not? And, like, like, just like you said, there's a stigma to it. There's, like, an eye roll response to stuff like that. I don't know. It's stupid. Well, yeah. It's crazy, too, though, when, like, I mean, to me, if the Pentagon's putting something out, that's about you know, as credible of a source as you're going to get on the topic. Yeah. So like, to me, that should have been a free pass of like, Oh, we can talk about this. Do you think there's like a correlation between UFOs and religion? <laughs> Do you want to go down that rabbit? I, I think <laughs> there is Jesus an alien. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So that's another thing. So the, the thing on high strange, the first story that they're talking about is let me look up the guy's name. Apparently, it's a pretty well-known story. I hadn't heard of it until... Pale Blue Dot? That's the first episode. Okay. Second episode... Travis Walton. Travis Walton. So, apparently, this is a well-known story that's been going on for a long time. Oh, that's the uh, Fire in the Sky. I haven't seen that, but I saw that. I just watched that about a month ago. How was it? Oh, my God. It's so good. The freaking the alien abduction sequence is so terrifying. Oh, like, shit. It, it's like, I don't get scared by movies, but the way... So, the movie itself is pretty... Like standard, it, it kind of feels like an extended Unsolved Mysteries episode, but it has like well-known actors in it, um, and it's a good movie. But there's a sequence where he's like recounting his his experience, and it's f- fucking insane. So okay. check that movie out. It was on Prime. Yeah, I have there. to watch that but, for um, sure. No, yeah, I totally know the story. There were the loggers, and yeah, yeah, it happened what forty years ago or 75. something. Yep, in 1975. Yeah. Okay, so Jesus, fifty years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crazy. Um. Yeah, I, I'm not all the way through it yet, but essentially yeah. there were some loggers. Uh, they saw a UFO. Their mm-hmm. one buddy jumped out. This Travis guy, he got abducted. Five days went by, and he comes back, and mm-hmm. that's kind of that, basically. Like, yeah. You know, the, it's a pretty basic story, but it's very it's 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 pretty layered. 
Yeah, there's some interesting elements. I've seen cases made quickly just looking up on Reddit because I was curious um, for both sides. But, like, you know, there were seven witnesses, mm-hmm. all of them. Well, all of them but one, I think, passed the lie detector test, which, like, you can pass those. But yeah. I don't imagine the everyday person knows how to. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one who didn't pass, it was just inconclusive. It wasn't they, like, failed it. Um, anywho, this Travis guy on the second episode... And again, just go subscribe if you're interested in this thing. Uh, <laughs> basically, starts detailing his abduction. And at one point, you know, he's talking about the aliens he's seeing and all this stuff. He's scared shitless. He's trying to get away. Mm-hmm. And then he sees, and he's like pretty discombobulated. He's like felt like he was drugged up or something. And then he sees like, like a human being, basically. I don't know if that's exactly what he called it, but he saw like a man, basically. And he like runs towards the man and is like, hey, help me get out of here or whatever. And the man was just like non-responsive, basically. And I haven't really gotten to much more about that, but my initial thought was like, oh shit, either either the government's in cahoots in some way, shape, or form, or like these aliens have found a way to like create like a human hybrid or integrate themselves mm-hmm. amongst population, which I know does sound super crazy, but at the same time, that NASA article that came out recently and was talking about the host ship out way on the edges of the solar system, like they were theorizing that, like, you know, aliens may have already integrated themselves, stuff like that, which is just like, yeah, like, try to wrap your head around that. It's a, it, I think that's why I, I don't, like, I don't read about it very often, or it's, just, it's, it's, it's very layered and dense, and you're going to down, go down so many rabbit holes. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist by nature or anything like that. I just, it's, I love hearing about it, or I, it's, I'm, I'm a weird when it comes to that kind of thing because it i think like the information scares me in a sense oh yeah because there's there's i don't know oh yeah okay it's hard to put into words how i feel about it but um to go back to your original question about the overlap of religion and ufos i think this (laughs) might tie into kind of what you're saying yeah like that's always been a big fear um which i don't really know why but i guess for whatever reason if ufos prove to be a thing then i guess like for whatever reason christianity can't exist which whatever (laughs) um it's probably the same for a lot of religions, but like, I know that's always been a big thing. Like, can, can the population handle this information? Exactly. Which like, I'm with you. It, depending on what kind of mindset I'm in, like most of the time I can view it as like entertainment. Cause I, I right. think it's interesting, but right. when you really start to think about it, mm-hmm. you're like, ah, fuck me. Like, yeah. oh, that's scary. Sure. I remember when I was watching that video, I was talking about the Dan Bell one, the creeps and monsters about the Florida incident. I was pretty incapacitated watching it and it just like you're you know your mind wanders and goes down many many lanes it's just like there's i don't know it's scary that's yeah that's, it was scary then and it's scary now like listening uh, hearing about ufos that's cool at the same time it's 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 on such a different plane than like ghosts or the afterlife i i don't know it just yeah they're out there and uh <laughs> Something that was mentioned in the series again as well, but a lot of people say this, like whatever we're imagining, probably like whatever is actually happening is probably so much crazier than we can imagine as mm-hmm. far as like what possibilities are. Cause like, you know, we don't know what to compare other planets life forms to be like or anything. I think that L Ron Hubbard invented aliens. <laughs> That's my thesis and I'm going to stick to it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, he was a terrible science fiction writer. Awful. Uh, history. I'm not, not going to go down that lane, but I'm just saying, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's always wild to me that people like him or these other cult leaders or Trump or anyone else <laughs> c- 
can get such a, a large dedicated following. It's, it's scary. That's I mean, the, just the basis of cult is frightening. It's just, you know, they're alien cults. There was that one heaven's gate. Yep. Um, that's a really interesting story as well. Um, I feel like there's gotta be some overlap between cult mentality and then kind of like what you're saying or what we've been talking about the UFOs and like society not being able to handle that. Cause it'd be sure. such a large shift in everything. For we know. sure. And the, the scary thing about like alien cults, are like they're they're not inherently dangerous. I don't cults are weird, but I I don't know. Just I mean the outcome of Heaven's Gate obviously was mass suicide, but I'm just like I don't I feel like I can understand why someone would want to get into something like that if you're like a lonely person or you don't have you feel like you don't have meaning so you join something that's part of a bigger thing. Plus you got you know those very charismatic leaders that bring you in yep. kind of thing, but that's another that's a topic for another day. <laughs> And then you get the, I, I thought I read somewhere, you probably know better than I do, that even after the mass suicide, whatever remaining members mm-hmm. were still like diehard. Oh, for sure. Yep. Which is crazy. I mean, to me, uh, I think there was a podcast series that maybe detailed this a little bit better, but um, when the female leader died. Yes. What was her name? Rabbit or something? Something like that. Yeah. The original, there was two people that started it. She actually started it. Yeah. She, and then Applewhite was like the lost Mm -hmm. disciple, which Mm -hmm. is, I didn't know for a long time. Yeah. And then she died like going against all of their teachings and beliefs. For sure. And even Applewhite was like, ah, fuck me. Like this isn't real. Yeah. And then all the, the followers were like, nah, we got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. dude. And that's the same exact way fucking Trump supporters are. Mm-hmm. And this isn't even getting political because I think at this point this isn't <laughs> politics anymore. Yeah, um, I agree. Just like all the Fox Dominion stuff that's coming out right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen any of that. Like Tucker Carlson and all these other stupid people are texting each other like Trump's a moron. I hate this fuckwad. Mm-hmm. And then because of the ratings, because the people want it, they have to keep spewing it out there. It's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Fox News is very, very poisonous. Yes. <laughs> Super vile. I uh but so is the audience. Yeah, and it's it's sad. Man. I I was at Planet Fitness the other day and they have all the TVs in there with all the news channels on and they have two TVs for Fox News and they were turned off. So I was happy. Nice. <laughs> all the other ones were on. Well, it was weird because like not to go down this road, but I, I they had the Fox News, the MS, MSNBC and then CNN TVs back to back and they were all showing the same footage of the the police like beating that one kid to death about a month ago. I can't remember his name. Um, some African-American kid. Okay. But they, but just their emphasis on the story was like so insane. Like MSNBC is like more, they lean left and then CNN's kind of non-biased. That's how I like my news. Just like reading what the story is and not having like an agenda, but it's just, it's just crazy. The impact of like the news and how they sway to grab people just for ratings and money. It's sick. I'm not going to go down that lane right now, but... Oh, yeah. The media is on a super sad state. It's insane. CNN in particular, which I don't follow them a ton. I know yeah. they used to be hella left for the longest yeah. time. I feel like they're more And then here recently, with some of their headlines, they're either yeah. like almost painting Trump in a positive yeah, light or like shitting on Biden. I'm like, yeah. I'm all for fair reporting. Yeah. But like, are you guys that desperate that mm-hmm. you've had to completely flip to the other side now? Yes. Wild. It is wild. Yeah. I, I feel like... Uh, Aliens are, they're running the news. <laughs> That's my uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, <laughs> you want to round this out with talking about our favorite alien movies? Yes. Oh, God. 
If I had to narrow it down to two, it would probably be the biggest the alien and then the thing. Ooh, okay. The thing is more terrifying to me because that's coming to Earth in like a parasite form. Which is like too real. Almost. Too real. And that's like, that's kind of Invasion of the Body Snatchers movies in that vein. Um, but the, the thing is just a, a well made movie. I just, I love that movie. But like, is that, that Carpenter? Yes. Which is a remake of another one, The Thing from the Another World. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, the first alien movie I love. Um, there's Honestly, not a big Independence Day fan. No shit. I like it, but I was, you know, like I said earlier. Well, based off these two that you've said, it is yeah. quite a bit different from those. There's so there's a lot. The, uh, I'm trying to think of another one. Yeah, Signs maybe, is pretty scary. Signs is pretty. I remember being terrified of that. I saw that yeah. in theaters. That's a very Ooh. scary. Couple scary scenes. Crop circles. Do you yeah. hear? Do you? Were we? Do we ever hear about those that much? Or was that like kind of a fad? I don't know. I don't ever hear. I haven't about heard them. anything about them in a long time. I know so. Did you hear about the one that was in Paulding back no. in like 98 or something? No. I was actually up here visiting my grandparents that summer and there was a crop circle in Paulding, which have you ever been to Paulding? No. Okay. Um, anywho, not that far from here, like an hour and a half from here. And I actually still have somewhere. Uh, I think it was in like a wheat field or something. I have like a tip of the wheat from the crop circle. Oh no. Shit. Yeah. That's crazy. And I think they found like mild amounts of radiation, not a ton um, but I know I've seen so many things since then debunking crop circles where you just get like the long wooden plank and yeah. you get multiple people. But I don't know, man. You see some of those ginormous ones in like the UK or somewhere. I'm like, yeah, and they're so intricate. Yeah. I'm it's like, insane. how do you do that in the middle of the night when it's pitch black? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. The thing with signs, though, they have this weird Christian underlining to it that I didn't really care for because I think Mel Gibson's character was a pastor and he renews his faith by the end. I didn't really care for that. I still don't really understand yeah, why there needs to be a separation. Like, yeah. I don't know anything about like official theological yeah. teachings, but mm -hmm. like, is that a hard line? Like no aliens. Yeah. If you're, if you believe in aliens, you're a sinner or something like, I don't know. I think it's fascinating. I'm not religious by any means, but I love hearing about theology and what people believe in different, like even like just the different sects of like, like Christianity, like Baptists and Presbyterian and all the different kinds of what they believe, like their core foundation of what they believe in is interesting to me. I mean, it's fucked up, but I just, yeah, <laughs> just like, I don't know. Lutherism being Lutheran or whatever. Yep. Mormon. Protestant. Protestant. Protestant has a different, like that's an umbrella just of all kinds of stuff. Uh, Southern religion is something else sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Southern thing is more like born again. Like that, the the idea of like a born again Christian is like really big down there. I feel like evangelicals are more southern too. Yeah, I might be making that up, but it seems like they're more down there. Baptists, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm more <laughs> of a silly alien movie guy. Like I love Independence Day. I love Men in Black. I love Mars Attacks. I love Mars like Attacks. that's kind of what I'm on the ride. Mars for. Attacks is very underrated. I've yeah. never seen Men in Black in theaters. Men in Black's so good. I love that at the time. I didn't like the second one. Third one was okay. We rode the Men in Black ride at Universal last December, <laughs> which, like, I think it's been there since the movie came out. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's such an out-of-date ride. It was so fun, though. There was a... Oh, man. The way this guy set it up was fucking <laughs> priceless. Is it, like, a coaster-type deal, or...? Uh, no. It's, like, um, um, almost like a bumper car, and you're, like, shooting aliens. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty fun. That sounds fun. But, like, when you're in line, there's this older gentleman, and whoever this guy is is fucking awesome. There's this older gentleman like waiting for your turn to go into the ride and he's just 
he just looks like the Universal pulled some guy off the street and told him to like keep an eye on this ride. And <laughs> that's how he sells it in the beginning too. Like he's not very assertive or anything like yeah. that. And then he's like, all right, we can go in, whatever. Soon as he gets in to the building for the ride, he switches into like a hundred percent men in black character and sells it. Yeah. It was great. Like oh, none of us are ready for it. <laughs> He's like full of jokes. He's walking around with this crazy like alien blaster. I was like, man, this guy is, this guy's earning his paycheck. There's, there, uh, the, these were the ones that came up that uh, pretty ET. It's probably the seminal oh. one. And then Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I love. I never really liked ET. I don't know. It kind of weirded me out. I haven't seen it in a long time. I, I mean, I love early Spielberg. Do you remember the movie Batteries Not Included? Uh-uh. Do you remember that one? That was a little alien movie. Galaxy Quest. That one's pretty funny. Tim Allen? Yep. I haven't Sigourney seen it, Weaver. but I know of it. Stargate. I love Stargate. Do you remember the movie Explorers? Uh-uh. It's like, it's Ethan Hawke when he was real little, and him and his two friends like build like a spaceship, and they go up in space. It's like a mid-80s. It's probably the guy who made Gremlins, so it has that kind of like Stranger Things thing going on for it. I feel like Explorers was a big inspiration Ooh. for Stranger Things. I'll have to check that out for sure. Um, Life Force is another good one. Starman. There's a ton. There's a lot of good alien movies out there. I haven't seen, I don't think I've Arrival. seen Close Encounters. Did you see Arrival? Yes. That was pretty good. Yep. With, uh, was that Amy Adams? Yeah, Amy Adams, yeah. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Paul? It's that. Yes. It's uh, it's like the, the Shaun of the Dead guys. I think that. The made, little alien? Yep. I watched, yeah. Yep. I watched that uh, in a hotel in Detroit years and years ago <laughs> after doing some partying for an A Perfect yeah, Circle concert. That's probably, a good, that's probably the best place to watch that movie, for yeah, sure. It was like our wind down at like <laughs> 3 in the morning. Fifth Element, Contact is pretty good. Contact's awesome. I love Contact. Fifth that's Element's like, awesome. That's an underrated one, I think. That's um, Robert Zemeckis who did uh, Back to the Future. Okay. Jodie Foster. Uh, Somebody at work just recently watched Contact and they were like, I think it was their first time and they were blown away by it. Contact used to kind of freak me out when I was little. Same. It had just yep. the idea of something out there when you're little is like oh there's other things that you know when you're little and impressionable like that it just it gets to it gets under your skin like the end of the world yep uh, it's like, a lot to take in I was telling you earlier um, I watched Terminator Two um, last night I hadn't seen that in a few years but there's that sequence where she has the dream where like the nuclear bomb drops and everybody bursts into flames and like the world ends do you remember that scene where she's at the playground. Yes. That, that, that's a fucked up scene. I was like, Jesus Christ. That is terrifying. Like the end of the, the end of the world always freaked me out when I was little. Um, Do you remember the Rugrats episode? The, the world is yes. ending with the apples yeah, coming yeah, out. Tree falls that episode kind of fucked me yeah, up a little bit. It's scary. Just because of the concept. Yeah. When you're so young. Yeah. It's, Yep. Now it's like, please let the world end. That's where my mentality is right now. Like, what was that movie that came out a couple? Don't look up or whatever. With the oh movie. yeah, and I was like, just let it hit us. <laughs> that movie was interesting. Yeah. I enjoyed parts of it, but also I was kind of like, it had it was a little too preachy. I thought. It, yes, it had the bones of a good movie, and I liked the people in it. But it, I think the outcome of it was it didn't work. It didn't stick the landing for me. That was another thing I was going to mention earlier. I think when we were maybe talking about doom and gloom or the scary side of aliens is like, um, or even just society not being ready for it. Like now, and with excellent reason, we're very concerned about climate change or polarizing topics, all the stuff that we focus on pretty much every day at this point. Yeah. But then like, if you bring aliens into the mix that we absolutely 100% cannot defend ourselves against, like all that shit doesn't matter anymore. For sure. Like these, these ginormous, uh, monumental, 
urgent topics all of a sudden become nothing mm-hmm. because who knows, maybe one laser beam or what the hell ever. Yeah. It's just, it's all over anyways. <laughs> like what's teaching CRT in classrooms going to have anything to do with fighting back against aliens? <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Fox News reporting about like alien information? <laughs> oh, they blame it on Biden for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Well, the Biden administration can't protect us against the <laughs> T-45s. Build the wall. Yeah. Build the shell. Yeah. <laughs> Force field. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, no, like the topic of aliens, it's very like it's very layered and there's a lot of rabbit holes and it's kind of scary. Yeah. Learning about stuff. Anybody <laughs> listening out there who is interested in this, the if you do Apple Podcasts, you can get a seven day free trial for the Tenderfoot TV for the high strange. Okay. Um, I definitely want to check that. I love that Travis Walton story. Yeah. I'm I just finished up. I, th- I think they're doing a couple parts on his yeah. story. I just finished you, up the first episode. You should watch the movie. I think you would like it. Fire in the Sky is what it's called. Yeah, the people said it was a excellent movie, but not terribly accurate yeah. with his story. They said that it was a little bit different. I feel like but, if you want something in your head to visualize how it played out, it helps a little bit. But that that alien abduction sequence is terrifying. Like I had trouble sleeping because of it. Oh man, <laughs> and I don't get to, scared of movies like that. So I'm gonna have to wait till Erica's here. So yeah. I can. <laughs> Have another human oh interact God, with her. Breakdown. Yeah, but like the idea of getting probed and eh, needles. Nah. Ooh, while we're talking about alien <laughs> movies and whatever, uh, the South Park episodes where Cartman gets oh. an anal, uh, a- anal alien probe. Oh my God, those are some of my favorites yeah, too. That and the Scientology episode are aces. Yep, South Park is a genius show. We're still think. going too. Shout out to that's them. insane. But yeah, that's all right. That's all I got, Chief. Keep a lookout. <laughs> Look up at the skies, yeah. <laughs>